On this episode of Humans with Hans, we gain clarity into Micah's relationship with Kathy. Hello, Micah. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Um, I'm super grateful that you're able to make it out. Um, now, just for those listeners who don't know you personally like I do, mm-hmm. could you maybe give us a little introduction, a little background on who you are? Yeah, definitely. So I'm Micah. I'm actually Hans's cousin. Um, so I've been with Hans since the beginning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> seen the glow up. Seen the glow up. <laughs> Um, I'm 22. I'm a BYU student right now, applying to the nursing program at the end of the summer. I'm married. been married for about a year and a half. Um, what else? I like playing pickleball. I like rollerblading, playing ping pong, and I'm starting to get into wood carving. So, pretty cool. Yeah. Very good. That's good. A little about me. Yeah, no, thank you for sharing. Um, as Micah mentioned, he is my cousin. We've known each other for a long time. Um, you know, ever since he got married, though, he sort of just dropped off the face <laughs> of the planet. Um, <laughs> you know, oh, that, sure. those 20 oh, years sure. of friendship went out the, went out the door, oh, yeah, but it's sure. okay. Um, <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. Um, but thank you again for being here. Um, I, I sort of like to begin with the question of what is a relationship that has redefined you that has changed your perspective on life you know it could be you know your wife um if you want to talk about that i'm more mm-hmm. than willing to um i had another friend he talked about his relationship with photography so it could oh, be cool. a relationship with uh you know a, a hobby or or a brother or whatever i know micah is a twin mm-hmm. um maybe if i'm lucky i'll get his twin on <laughs> the podcast later um but yeah it, it, what's a relationship for you and your in your mind that that sort of defined you my first thought was definitely my wife Kathy um, just because you know you're born into your family and obviously you can choose who you're friends with growing up and stuff but you don't really choose who you're family with but you know who you date and who you marry is different because you it's totally up to you who you choose um, so that was like the first like the closest relationship I've had that I've actually kind of cho- chosen, you know, um, and sought out. And so that kind of redefined how I viewed relationships. Um, for those of you don't, who don't know, Kathy was actually just my first girlfriend. I, I ended up just marrying her. Um, we dated in high school and we're high school sweethearts. And so I, she was also kind of my first exposure to, you know, a serious romantic relationship. Um, uh, so that kind of changed my view on, on relationships and kind of defined me and helped me kind of discover who I wanted to be, you know, especially as, as a husband, but also as a friend and a brother. So, yeah, I like, I, you, you came up with a good point there. Um, you know, I've given you a little bit of flack on this in the past, <laughs> but you know, it, it, Kathy was your first girlfriend, right? Yes, you she know, was. first kiss as well. Uh huh. Yep. I, you know, a lot of firsts happened with Kathy yes. and, we, and I can respect that. Yeah. Um, But, you know, how do you sort of, how were you able to move past maybe the concern or the doubt or the worry of like, maybe there's something else, you know, when you, when you see the first time and it's like so magical, it, was there ever any doubt of like, you know, maybe there is something else? Yeah, that's a great question. That's actually something I had to struggle with a lot because I, you know, who you marry is a huge choice. Mm -hmm. I mean, probably the biggest choice you'll ever make. And so 
Um, I definitely had to kind of come to terms with that and being okay with realizing that Kathy was enough for me um, mm-hmm. and that I didn't feel any need to look for anything more or anything different in someone else. Um, but yeah, it, she was my first girlfriend. So we, we, I mean, we could be terrible kissers and we'd never know it because we, we, we've never kissed anyone else. But um, if, you, if she wants to cry, just uh, <laughs> I don't think she'd go for that. Honestly. If you want to practice. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm happy. Um, no, but I mean, it's kind of a give and take because on one hand you, you go for the, you can talk about the, what's the word? Like the analogy of, you know, you, you don't know if an ice cream flavor is your favorite. You know, if you only ever try vanilla, how do you know you don't like mint or yeah. Oreo or whatever? Um, but I think that in relationships, it's a little bit different. I also, in what helped me kind of walk through it, I've always been very comfortable with girls. So all growing up, I had a lot of friends that were girls. I hung out with girls a lot in middle school and high school. Um, I went on a lot of dates as friends with girls in high school. I tried to go on one every month. Um, and so I felt like I had a pretty good grasp on, at least at that point in my life, other girls that were potential, you know, I, I could potentially date or whatever, other types of girls that were out there. So I had a pretty good grasp of what I wanted in a wife, in, in a relationship. Um, I guess at that point, not really in a wife, but in who I wanted to date and who I wanted to mm-hmm. really spend time with. Um and so that really wasn't ever a serious concern or a doubt for me because I didn't really worry about the future too much. I just knew that, you know, it's going great right now and I'm going to keep rolling with it. And if something changes, then I'll, I'll face that when it comes. But for right now, you know, she's, I'm really happy with her. She's perfect for me. So, and yeah. obviously nothing changed. I'm married <laughs> now. So, uh, yeah. But yeah, that's kind of. No, for sure. I, I like, I mean, y- y- you brought up the point that, you know, you saw in her sort of what you realized you wanted. What, what mm-hmm. are some of those things that, you know, yeah. sort of define the relationship to you of, of what was important? Yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, that's a good question. My, my first impression of Kathy when I really first started to notice her, because I, I knew who she was, you know, I'd mm-hmm. seen her around, I'd say hi to her in the halls or whatever. But yeah. what I really noticed about her first was her kindness, how she'd reach out to other people. Um, she'd go out of her way to sit with people that were lonely and invite people to hang out that didn't really have any friends. Um, Which is how I saw you in high school. But thanks. for the listeners <laughs> that don't know, Micah was a, was a great guy in high school. I was a little more on the... The, the a little more on the the edgy side, some might say, <laughs> in terms of kindness. Uh, so it's it's just interesting for you to recognize something yeah. that I recognized in you is something you recognized in her. Oh, thank you. Um, but continue. No, that was super nice of you. Yeah, I, I mean, like you said, that if you notice that in me, that was something that was super important to me and still uh-huh. is, um, is to look out for the people that you know don't have other people looking out for them. Yeah. And so that was the biggest thing that I started to notice first. Um, and so since that was so important to me, I wanted someone who that was also important to. Um, but beyond that, I, more than anything, I, any like trait or particular attribute or whatever, I felt happy when I was around her. I felt like whenever she walked into a room, you know, she brought a light with her and she still does. I feel like she's one that uplifts other people when she's around. She doesn't ever make anyone feel like they're less. Um, 
you know, she's, she's there to invite and to laugh and, you know, share happiness with other people. So that, those two things are the main things that I, that I kind of first noticed. Yeah, for sure. I, I like, you know, you're great at always looking at the positive and the great. And I know, you know, marriage is perfect, right? Oh, obviously. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm curious, yeah. you know, you've been, you've known Kathy for what, six? It's five or six five, years, yeah. Almost six years now. Um, you know, you've been obviously through ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Um, to you, maybe what's a defining down in your relationship of a time yeah. where, you know, maybe there was maybe a lot of pet peeves or, uh, or something mm-hmm. that happened that you felt like was a real obstacle that you had to sort of overcome. Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously, well, my marriage is perfect, so <laughs> I don't really know what to say to that. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, I do have a, I do have a really good marriage and I'm really happy with it, but there's definitely things that, you know, bug me that Kathy does or that I do that bug her a lot. I would say, a main thing that I'm working on right now is communicating better and expressing myself more openly. Mm-hmm. Um, Kathy is someone that has very big emotions and she she's very opinionated in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, she she cares a lot about things. And so mm-hmm. that, that makes her have kind of these stronger emotions. And me, I'm more of a passive, just kind of go with the flow. Like I don't, kind of indifferent in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's been it's been kind of a struggle learning how to mesh those two personalities and for me to learn how to express myself more and her to recognize that you know even if I don't feel as strongly about something as she does you know it still matters that I mm-hmm. have an opinion and she's had to learn kind of how to how to incorporate that and deal with that so I think that's the main thing that we've had to consciously work on um, and we've gotten a lot better at it, but it's still hard for me to sometimes be open with my emotions, not necessarily because of anything she does, um, but just because, I don't know, I, I think it's kind of a trusting that she will take it well, you know, mm-hmm. I kind of have a little bit of insecurity in that, in, you know, I don't want to be a bother, I don't want to, I don't want to bother her, you know, she feels strongly about this, so we'll just go with that, but she's made it very clear, she wants to hear what I think, what I mm-hmm. want, um, so I would say that just that open communication and being totally honest with each other and being able or deciding to work through those instead of just yeah. me, you know, ignoring it and then her not realizing that I, I feel differently about it. So no, yeah, that, that makes sense. It seems like you're continuing to be, make sure you're on the same page as you're yeah. moving forward and as you're making decisions that, you know, even though you may be on the quieter side in terms of speaking your mind mm-hmm. that she's there willing to listen. Yeah. Definitely. That's super great. Um, I, I think that's essential in all in all types of relationships yeah. that, that need for communication. Um, you know, something that starting this podcast I really wanted to focus on in many relationships is is laughter and humor and how, mm-hmm. how that plays a role. So I'm curious, yeah. in your relationship with Kathy, what does humor what how how is humor in that relationship? I think humor is a big part of it. Um I tend to reuse a lot of jokes, so at this point, it's a lot of a lot of pity and kindness laughter on her part, but <laughs> because she's heard all my jokes so many times. Could no, we but, hear a joke? Uh, do, you, do you have one just on the cuff? Not really. It's more just like one-liners that I yeah. use a lot. So okay, okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, more just kind of repetitive one-liners. So she's gracious though about it, and you know she she still likes it. No, but I think humor is a big part. I think I mean I kind of tie humor and just having fun together. Yeah, together. Um, Kathy's someone that really likes to have fun. She's a very much of a doer. 
and I am too. I like to get out there and do fun things. I don't really like to sit at home as much. I like to go plan something, plan things with friends, with family, whatever. Um, and so that makes it much more fun to be around her. Mm-hmm. And I think she recognizes humor and she laughs a lot. Um, she likes showing me things that she thinks are funny. I show her things I think are funny. Yeah. And it really helps us to connect over small things, you know, but those small things can be big things a lot of the time, just having those common connections um, and making each other laugh, I think is a big part, just making each other happy, lightening up each other's day. So. Yeah. I, I, I think I, I liked how you brought up the, the idea of common connections, mm-hmm. uh, you know, finding where you guys have similarities and, and similar interests. I am curious in in marriage, you know, from my perspective, this might not sound the best, but I feel like sometimes, um, you know, I grew up with you. I've known you for almost 22 and a half years now. Um, Do you ever feel that it's hard to maintain your personal identity in a relationship like marriage or, or or, you know, I've seen friends where they get with a girlfriend or they get with a boyfriend and all of a sudden it seems like drop off. They mold into their significant other without maintaining who they are. Do you feel like that's happened at all? Or do you feel like that's something that's a concern or? No, that's a good question. I think it has happened, but not in a negative light necessarily. Okay. Um, I mean, when you spend so much time with another person and I mean, Kathy's my biggest priority in life because that's what marriage is about. And so Mm -hmm. I think that changes you, you live differently than how you would live if you were just single, if you didn't have that relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, how you spend your time, you know, when I, I have, I don't spend as much time with just me or with just my friends alone, just because I really want to spend time with her. For sure. Um, and making sure that we have quality time is my biggest priority. But at the same time, it's a balancing act. It's, it's not healthy, on the other hand, to just, you know, just go with her, not do right. anything with anyone. A little codependence. Yes, a little codependence. You don't want to be interdependent. Um, and so, yeah, it's definitely a struggle. It's kind of a balancing act. Um, I mean, you only have so much time between mm-hmm. work and school. Like, I I don't see her. I wake up and I leave for the morning. I don't see her until about 6 at night. And so You don't kiss her good morning? Well, I do kiss her good morning. Oh, but yes. I, I mean, That's I, good. <laughs> I leave, you know, I leave to work. And then I by the time I get home, she's at work. Um and so it's like we only have a couple hours a day usually right. besides on the weekends to really be with each other. So that's why it I can see why it seems like, you know, when people get married they kind of just shut off with their go away with their spouse or whatever. Right. So it is it's kind of a tricky balancing act, but we both try to do things with other people alone like with our own individual friends mm-hmm. and with, you know, friends that we have that we've a lot of we've met a lot of friends in our married student ward. For sure. Um but yeah, it's it's a, a balancing act, I would say, more than anything. Yeah, that makes sense. And I, I mean, you know, our time here is coming to an end. But yeah. I'm, I'm curious, you know, this relationship for you has been defining. You yes. know, it's sort of changed your perspective on life and, mm-hmm. and, and all sorts of things. How do you think it's affected your other relationships, whether mm-hmm. that's family relationships or what? You know, how has this in positive or negative ways affected yeah. those other relationships in your life? Yeah, it definitely has affected them, you know, because yeah. it's a huge change, it's a huge decision. <laughs> um, I think ways that it's affected them, I think in a lot of ways it has improved them in the sense that I... Do you I'm, have a specific 
relationship in mind that it's improved? Um, I think with my siblings. Okay. I've always had a pretty good relationship with my siblings, but, you know, we're pretty different. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, I, I have a sister, Isabel, who I love a lot. But we're just pretty different. And she might be listening to this podcast. She might. She might be a listener. Oh, I know. She totally <laughs> might. What's up, Isabel? No, but I mean, she'd, she'd totally agree. We're pretty different. And we always have been growing up. We're, we're just different personalities, different yeah. interests. But I feel like Kathy is someone that connects with Isabel a lot better than I do. Um, I don't know. It's just easier for her to connect with her. Same with, you know, my other, my other brothers. I feel like they connect with Kathy pretty well and mm-hmm. that's helped me to connect with them better as well. Yeah. And so just to clear the air, I have a great relationship with Isabel. <laughs> I love her. But I feel like I mean she The agrees. listeners believe you, Mike. They, they believe me. No, but yeah, she's just she's a she's very much a people person and can is very empathetic and can listen well. And so I feel like she's helped me to develop those same qualities and to yeah. be a better brother to my siblings. so For sure. I love that. I, I think a lot of times we see in relationships where there's sometimes contention that is yeah. brought into the significant other and family relationship, mm-hmm. you know, a little competition of, oh, who's spending where, what time, all that definitely. stuff. And I think that's normal and that's going to happen everywhere. Yeah, um, for sure. But I definitely appreciate how you've sort of been able to see and focus on, on those aspects that are maybe a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Uh, the improvements that that have been made because of that yeah um you know uh, other than that um again i'm i'm super grateful to have you here yeah, on definitely. today's podcast do you have any closing thoughts or words for our listeners that you really just want to get across that you know have been yeah. coming through no yeah i i would say two two pieces of quick advice i know our time's running out but in a in a romantic relationship especially, mm-hmm. I think more than anything to have a successful, you know, relationship or marriage or whatever is you focus on serving the other person. You don't count. Like, you don't count, oh, I I did dishes last night, so you have to do them tonight, you know? Yeah. I mean, in our relationship, I do pretty much all the dishes, but Kathy cooks dinner a lot. She makes the bed pretty much every morning because I get up and leave when she's asleep. You mm-hmm. know, we just... You don't really count. You just are both willing to serve each other and are okay with it kind of evening out in the long run, whatever. Um, So that's the first thing I'd say for marriage. But for relationships in general, I mean, I think it's kind of transferable. It's just looking out for other people. You don't want to ignore yourself. You want to be, you know, be true to yourself, acknowledge your worth and, you know, not let people trample over you or whatever. But I think reaching outward and looking outward more than anything is the best way to have good friends, genuine friendships, um, for people to like you more and to want to be around you more. Um, because you bring that light and they, they want that, you know, people want to be around happiness and, and positivity. So those are my closing, my closing remarks. Uh, (laughs) Amen. Amen. Uh, but yeah, no, I've, I've, Thanks for inviting me on the podcast. No, yeah. Again, thank you again. That was that was wonderful advice, and I, I think that there's a lot of merit to that. You know, I've mm-hmm. I've seen this relationship grow. Yeah. In the past five years, I I feel like I've had a pretty front row seat. Yeah. In a, in many pretty aspects. Much. Um, and, and I'm happy for you, you know, Thanks, no matter what I say behind your back, you're just, sarcasm is your thing. It's, 
It's okay. I'm okay with it. It happens. It happens. No matter how many ugly, ugly glares Kathy gives me. Oh, yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, But anyways, thank you again, Micah. The listeners, definitely grateful that you're able to come on. Awesome. and, And thank you again for the listeners for tuning in on this week's podcast of Humans with Hans. Thank you.